When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Woo wee! What a day! What a what day! A day. What, a day. <laughs> what a day! Um, any good news? Let's do a good news report. Any good news? Um, let's see. Good news. My boyfriend thought he lost his backpack with his keys in it, like car keys, house keys, everything, at a gas station. And we went back to the gas station after I picked him up from work, and the backpack was right where he left it, and it was untouched. Oh, nice. Um, I guess my good news is I ate a really good sandwich last night in bed. Because mm. I realized I didn't eat anything all day. And so I, I was out and I said, let me get the sandwich. And <laughs> it was just a weird a weird time. But um, we have some good news for our podcast, right? Is that what yes, I... Yes, we have another Apple review to top us off today. Becca, would you like to read it? Yeah, I have it pulled up. All right. Go for it. This review is from uh, AJ underscore 0494, titled Needed This Podcast. Five stars, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to this podcast brings so much joy to my inner child. I'm so glad that I found people who absolutely love the HSM franchise as much as I do. Keep up the great work. And we are nothing if not a bunch of HSM stands over at the Tanashi podcast. (laughs) AJ, let us know, what's your favorite High School Musical? I know mine. We haven't covered it yet. Uh, yeah, I was like, it's almost like we devoted an hour and a half episode to the first one and a three-hour, two-part <laughs> episode to the second one. Right, it's like it's in our DNA or something. Um, but yeah, if you ever leave us uh, a review on Apple Podcast, please, we will shout you out because it's so fun because we never thought we'd... Yes. We never thought people would listen and we want to celebrate you guys. It's also, it's also like I'm a Leo and I love to be praised. Right. So, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. Um, but also speaking of shout outs, we had the person who left our last glowing, like, hang it in the Louvre masterpiece review on Apple Podcasts, Kyle uh, Shady Pop. Happy birthday. Um, yes, they had tweeted us and said that their birthday was today, September 16th, and they had asked us to cover something for that, but we had already planned September of Song. So hopefully you enjoy this episode anyway. Yes. Um, but yes, we, 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 love, we love people who um, are nice to us. <laughs> A good rule of thumb. Ain't that always the but, way. But we do appreciate, because in no way, shape, or form... Do you ever have to like go out of your way to leave us a review? And the fact that someone somewhere somehow thought enough to leave us a review and tell us that, you know, we we um, they listen to us in their car or on the way to work or in the grocery store or 
Yeah. Um, we love, we love like hearing that. It's just, just cool. So, thank you, thank you. It means more than anyone could ever know. It's just really cool. But happy birthday, Shady Pop, Kyle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, happy birthday, and I hope you love these Disney 401 stories that we're gonna share for this episode. Hey, let's get let's into it. it. All right. Um, a little recap over the weekend, some little news. Uh, first things firmo- foremost is the thing that just happened was the Emmys. Um, the only thing to report is Zendaya became the youngest two-time Zendaya. winner of a drama acting category. Yes. So it, shout we out to We all Zendaya. know what episode it was. We right. all know. It was a great app. It was a great episode. Um, Selena Gomez was also there. Yeah. Um, but yep. she wasn't nominated. But you know, Zendaya racking them up has more teen has more Emmys than Teen Choice Awards, and that's saying something. Um, not a lot of people can <laughs> say that. It truly does. Um, but I just want to do a little quick shout out to Zendaya representing the Disney Channel alum. So I was watching it with someone, and I said, "They said oh, Nickelodeon." I said, "Huh? Huh?" I said, "Incorrect." I said, "Bite your tongue, bite it." Um. Well, another thing that happened over the weekend was D23, which for those of you who don't know, yes. it's a Disney expo. It's a three-day-long expo. We covered it. We talked about it last week because we thought maybe there'd be some news. Um, it's basically Comic-Con, but all Disney-related stuff. So the first day is kind of they. every day is different. Um, like the first day is like movies, and the second day is like TV shows, and the third day is the parks, and everything else like sprinkled in between. So we actually got some... Parks Day did not go over well. The Parks Day was all just kind of like, this is what we kind of want to have want to do. Yeah, and they also, all the stuff that they announced has already been announced. Yeah. And they're just like announcing dates. And people are theorizing that Tron, the Tron ride is like, they could open it at any point, but they're waiting because they know that they're already going to have big numbers for Christmas because they always have big numbers mm-hmm. for Christmas. So they're going to wait and use it to push the spring numbers instead of like... I don't know. There's discourse in the theme park community that um, Universal is going to be the top girl pretty soon. Oh. And as a Universal stan myself, I tend to... Uh, well, agree. I'll have to go to Universal and check it out. I haven't been since I was five. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm li- I'm wearing a Velocicoaster shirt right now. <laughs> I'm wearing a black t-shirt, so... I'm... Um, You're staying neutral. I'm staying neutral. Like I'm neutral. Um, but <laughs> this is kind of some of the stories we picked out that was relevant to... Um, our podcast first things first is it's now or never for the east high wildcats the upcoming this was these are all things that are announced in d23 the upcoming fourth season of high school musical the musical the series will find miss jen and company staging a production of high school musical three senior year but wait i guess they just skipped the second one right but wait, in classic HSMTMTS fashion, there's a twist. When the students return for their first day back in season four, they also learn that the, that the school is being used to film the long-awaited High School Musical 4, the reunion movie, and they'll be playing featured extras. The question is, which actors from the original High School Musical movie trilogy will appear in season four? To date, only three, Casey Stroh, Lucas Grabeel, and Corbin Blue, have guest starred on the Disney plus series i'm on my knees begging so 
There was no confirmation that any of the OG cast will be there. They didn't say a word. They say a word. But we've just been getting so many freaking High School Musical mentions and slips in the media. And Kenny Ortega reposted something about High School Musical, the musical, the series, to his Instagram story today. Yeah. Something is afoot. Here's my thing. I don't think they would do this plot line unless they for sure knew they were getting some of the OGs back. Yeah, and, I d- and even if it's not all of them, like, they wouldn't sign off on it without having at least, like, three. Yeah, but I want some of the OGs who don't already were not on the show. Like, right, I, of course. Like, they could pull it off because, like, Corbin, Lucas, and Casey have, already have a relationship with the show, so they can easily be like, hey, come on back. I think they could feasibly get Ashley Tisdale. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. In my opinion, if they're going to put through all this effort to try to get the cast together again, I don't want it on High School Musical, the series. Right. Like, it it kind of is, like, playing with my emotions a little bit I, that High School Musical 4, the reunion movie, is a part of this. Right. And I know... Because are you saying that's all we're ever going to get? And I know it would be hard to do, like, a full-on movie with the original cast. So this is kind of your... Um, compromise is like but does that mean like we'll get oh zach efron in one episode and then later on vanessa hudgens in another episode like you know what i mean it's like throughout the day yes like i need it's like i want them all on a couch at the same time right and i'm gonna be pissed off you hear me disney if you do this plot and all you see is like trailers and it says zach efron on the trailer and it's like a body double walking through the halls you just never see the face or like, what if all they get is Miss Darbus? Good. I want someone. <laughs> they need someone. Bart Johnson. He's there. He's waiting. He's waiting outside. Bart Johnson was waiting in the wings at the D23 Expo and security said, um, you're not supposed to be here. Like who? <laughs> uh, our next story, still about D23, is another announcement, was um, huge Descendant news. Uh, China Ann McLean took to the stage and revealed she'll be reprising her role as Uma for the upcoming fourth movie in the franchise. It was also, We don't need it. <laughs> it was also revealed that two more Disney stars will be joining her, including Dara Renee, who is currently starring in High School Musical, the musical series. Um, they'll be playing the daughters of Queen of Hearts and the daughter um, of Cinderella and Prince Charming. Um, filming will filming will begin in 2023 and guess who's not returning Kenny Ortega so no Kenny no me why does Descendants keep having the stuff that I want for High School Musical right a fourth movie a mini series a cartoon content a cartoon High School Musical cast um, are too... They burn too bright to do another one. I guess because, like... I guess you're right. I guess because, like, they're fantasy characters, so you can keep the... I mean, no. No, they're keeping the the um, the um their franchise alive with this freaking show. High School Musical show. Well, yeah, but, it, like, Descendants 4 only carrying on with Uma is, like, High School Musical 4 only carrying on with Mr. Fulton. Not Mr. Fulton, who was only in the second one. (laughs) 
Well, I just did villain from the second one. That was my association. Right. It'd be di- well. Sharpay got her own movie. I was about to say they technically did a fourth one. Um. So will you be checking it out? No. Okay. That's fair <laughs> enough. Um. Our last story is Demi Lovato might be on their last tour. Ever. Really. Demi Lovato may be done with touring um, after her current tour wraps up. Lovato, who's currently wrapping up the South American leg of the tour and Santiago, Chile, posted in a now-deleted Instagram story that their next tour will be their last. I'm so sick. I can't get out of bed. I can't do this anymore, posted Lovato on their illness. This next tour will be my last. I love and thank you guys. They later posted another story that they would power through their illness for their fans for tonight's show. Lovato, who shared that they barely have a voice and will be pointing the mic to the audience a lot after the show, they thank fans for their support and for pulling through. Lovato will continue with the final portion of their tour beginning on September 23rd, 22nd in Sacramento, but no word yet on if it will truly be the final tour. Not the farewell. (laughs) It's a holy fuvaking farewell. Now's your chance. Now's your chance to go on tour. (laughs) I I want to say it could be, but, like, if that's what's best for them, then, like, please do it. But I also know how prone, like, we were just talking about how in all their documentaries, like, Demi is always just contradicting themselves years later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my gut says, no, it is not. Right. Um, me either. I think it was just a dramatic moment, which we all have. Um, also, I don't know if we wanted to mention it, but this is a confirmation of a story we had a couple weeks back. Selena Gomez did confirm that a documentary will be appearing on Apple TV called Me, yes. Myself, and My Mind. Which... Is it going to be R-rated? I don't know. Isn't that what we had said? It's on... Uh, oh, that was the rumor. Yeah. It's on Apple TV. Oh, so that's probably just still a rumor then. I mean, it's on Apple TV, so I'm sure the reason it's R-rated is because it's like there's cussing or something. I want the deep cuts about Princess Protection Program. I want all the tea about the Miley feud. I want to hear about Friends for Change. I wonder, because the, dis- the description was like, it's not a life documentary. It's just about a portion of her life. Well, that portion had better have Princess Protection Program in it. All right. It's probably not. It's probably going to be about, like, her struggle with lupus or something. Yeah, which I... But... I mean, I'm going to watch the documentary because I love a good documentary. Yeah, I'll still be interested, but, like, I want gritty behind-the-scenes Barney tea. Right. We're not... You know? We're not getting that. (laughs) Just to let you know, we're not. Okay. Um, Fine. Oh, also, thank you... Oh, speaking of Shady Pop, another mention, my friend. They let us know that um, Raven's Home will be returning October 5th. Or a second. Yeah, they were they were waiting for September of Song to wrap up <laughs> before. Um, oh, oh my gosh! I cannot believe I almost forgot our final final story. Speaking of Raven's Home, is it got renewed for season six? It did. That was announced at the um, at D twenty three as well. Uh-huh. And it becomes the long one of the longest running Disney Channel shows of all time. Yeah, I mean, this season surpassed the run of the original That's a Raven, so that's even, that's so crazy. Yeah. Hmm. And then, like, didn't you say Raven Baxter is, like, the Ra- longest running? Raven Baxter is the longest running um, live action Disney Channel character of all time. As she ought. So. As she ought. She is taking that crown. Sorry, Lizzie. Could have been yours. It could have it, it, it been. Well, it no, it would have taken Hillary Duff a long time because Hillary. Lizzie McGuire was only on for 65 episodes. 
That's true. She would have caught up if the reboot was successful. Oh, the reboot would have been very successful, but guess what? I know. I know. We ain't getting it. Grumpy. 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 <laughs> Uh, well, that's the, that's the end of Disney World. Sorry, right? yeah, I kept having some breaking news in my brain. My brain? <laughs> my brain. <laughs> my brain. Well, I may be grumpy about the Lizzie McGuire reboot, but no way to be grumpy about something so sweet. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> September of Song is continuing <laughs> all through the month of September. We are talking about different <sighs> iconic Brenda Song uh, roles on the Disney Channel, and today we have finally hit... The one that Brenda Song is most known for, Miss mm-hmm. London Tipton, and a season one episode of Sweet Life. Yes, this episode is called Poor Little Rich Girl, and it aired on July 22nd, 2005. And this, it, it was the 13th episode of the first season, so very early on. And this is a very London-centric episode. Um, and this, so this is why we chose it, because it best represents London and I think it really gives London um, a more three-dimensional arc. We kind of learn more about does. her. And it kind of... This also sort of is a defining London and Maddie moment. Oh, yeah. This kind of sets the stage of, like... I'm sure they had a little before that, but um, London and Maddie are going to kind of be the duo juxtaposed to Zach and Cody. Um, London Tipton... Is when you think of iconic Disney Channel characters, London Tempton is up there. She is absolutely up there. She had a commanding lead, and I can't find it anywhere because it was something I talked about for September of Song. But at one point, London Tipton had a web series yes. on the Disney Channel website that was called Yay Me, starring London Tipton. What other characters had that? Right. And just, that's the impact of one, the character Brenda created. And just the love of London Tipton. London Tipton is, I would say, there are probably like five Disney Channel characters people can say. The Disney Channel characters that come to mind when people say Disney Channel are probably Lizzie McGuire, Hannah Montana, Troy Bolton, Raven Baxter, and London Tipton. Am I wrong? Kim Possible, maybe. Kim Possible. London Tipton is like definitely in the top ten of most iconic Disney Channel characters. Yeah. I would say surpassing. Sorry, Maddie. I would say surpassing. <laughs> it's okay. Ashley made it to the top 10 with Sharpay. Um, That's true. I would say surpassing Zach and Cody as like iconic popular characters. Like, Probably, at, yeah. Like, like as a character themselves. Yeah. I mean, like to this day, if you're scrolling through Twitter, you're more likely to see a meme of London Tipton than you are to see one of the Sprouts. Right. Um, and so this is a great episode to talk about. The talent that is Renda Song and a very good London-centric episode. And yes. I love this episode because unlike a lot of Disney Channel shows where the B-plot is literally just like a bucket of nothingness and the writers literally just like put something in a blender and see what came up. <laughs> I would say this B-plot could serve as an A-plot if it wanted to. Like it had like it that. Could. It had like that much much legs, as opposed to a and lot of B plots. Don't. That's one of the things about Sweet Life as well. Is that a lot of times with Disney Channel shows, prior to and even surrounding Sweet Life, I feel like your your A plot. Like if you didn't have a good B plot, it would just be like, I'll just make the brother do something stupid right. with the parents. Like Hannah Montana. But because of the way Sweet Life is structured with the characters, that's not like a stupid throwaway B plot that you can do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So they have to get more creative with it, which I really And I can't recall any other show where the quote-unquote secondary characters are the B-plot of, like, a Disney show. Like, when was Hannah Montana ever the B-plot? Right. It may have been about her friend. Like, maybe it was about, like, the other characters, but she was still involved in the yeah. in that storyline. And this episode is fully a London tipped and Maddie Fitzpatrick A plot. Yeah. Which I thought that just which shows you just shows strong that, yeah. how strong. It shows the, that the, they're just as much the leads as Zach and Cody are. That mean they're on the poster. Well so were Chelsea and Eddie. Yeah, but like when you when you look up that Sir Raven posters, it's usually just her Doing like a vision phase. Yeah. When you look up every Sweet Life poster, it's Zach and Cody with Maddie in London. Yeah, that's true. Just saying. Well, um, before we get into the ep, shall we go over a couple more responses about people's love for Brenda Song and why they think she's so iconic? I'd be mad if you didn't. All right. So we've also just been leading into every ep with a couple of things that you guys sent in to us of why you think Brenda Song is so iconic and impactful to the Disney Channel. Ariany13 said, all I have to say is pass the plate. So true. So, so true. true. I love zucchini. I love zucchini. Brenda Song brought that into the world. Um, the Sharon Dre said, amazing at comedy acting, sweet life, fill of the future, stuck in the suburbs, and more. You're so right. Which is very true. Brenda Song is a funny girl. And we get some layers of her in this episode. And then this one comes from our friends at DCAH Podcast. Yes. Brenda Song was and is perfect representation and is a star. No questions about it. Exactly. And I think we can, that's like so, it just goes to show that representation does matter. And and Brenda Song was all that for a lot of people. And yeah. that's why I think she's also very iconic. Not only that, but she was like, ah, uh, funny. A uh, Prindle, hello? <laughs> the Prindle? The Prindle. Um, but anyway, let's get into this episode. So it opens with Zach and Cody finding um, a VHS. For those of you listening who don't know what a VHS is, um, you're listening to the wrong you're podcast. You're listening you to the wrong Because if you know what Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> that's Raven High School Musical, is, you know what a VHS is. <laughs> mm, the sweet sweet smell of a VHS tape. when you would have to like try to like when you would put your like like when the film would kind of like get all jumbled up ooh, yeah ooh, when you try to take the VHS out of the VHS player and it was like eating it up yes like, ooh, the stink it was so stinky like, when no, that happened no and you tried to like um like tighten it back up yes but, it was never this, but we all know the, the big the best VHSs are the big like square Disney ones and the big plastic boxes with the spine oh yeah because when you crack that smell and take a whiff... I loved a good, like, like VHS that just had, like, a slip cover. And you just be like... Whoosh. Oh, the little slide-outs? <laughs> just, like, fall out. Yeah, but the best ones oh, are the, the best big were, like, the, clam, the clamshell ones. Yeah, the clamshell. Isn't that what they're called? The Big Mac box. The Big Mac box. And, <laughs> and who can forget the Nickelodeon VHSs that were yellow? That was iconic. Of course. Of course. I have a Monsters, Inc. one still that's blue. <gasps> oh. Those were the old days of vinyl variants. Right. 
Like, oh, what VHS do you have? Uh, but also, this episode opens with a peak um, Zach and Cody color palette of like Zach in screaming orange and Cody in blue and a sweater yeah. vest. It's great. It's like classic. This is a classic. Like everyone's in a classic um, Sweet Life look. Yeah, classic Disney Channel cold open where the main character watches their birth video. Right, and <laughs> uh, obviously you see it off screen. Well, yeah, of course you don't. But the way <laughs> Carrie Martin is screaming her head off in the birthing video, and then they're like, "That's uh, it, that's it." She goes, "Oh, good," and then they go, "There's another one." <laughs> Poor Carrie. Zach is hiding his face, and Cody is sitting there with his mouth agape, being like, "Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward." I know it was, and so Cody's going to talk about that in therapy. Yeah, as he should. Um. So then they fast forward, and did you clock the date? I saw that it was in 92. It was September 23rd, 1992. Oh. So we have confirmation that maybe Zach and Cody are born in September. Because they were still newborn Probably babies. Virgos. Um, but then you, like, they're, like, I'm assuming a couple weeks after the birthing video. And Carrie. Carrie in that wig. The wig is wigging. <laughs> <laughs> the wig is stupid. <laughs> they put they barely stuck it on top of her head. It literally looks like Kim Rhodes was walking out the door, and whoever was supposed to put her wig on just chucked it from where they were standing, and it landed on her head, and they sent her to set. And she said, what's this on my head? It was shiny. <laughs> ah, a wrap! <laughs> it yeah, it's like, shiny. It it's... like a wig that you get like as a witch's costume, but like can the old lady witch. And it they does. Just put it on, and I like think long. they were trying to make her look um, disheveled. Well, they she looked succeeded. Dis- <laughs> she looked disheveled after going to Party City for a couple hours. I also loved that, like, if you looked kind of closely at the way the wall colors were and like the carpet and the furniture, this is very clearly just a blank, like Tipton hotel room set that they threw some stuff. I know. Up in to make I it wrote look in like my notes. House. I said, where did they live before the Tipton? Was that ever established? I know they moved around a lot. Yeah. I mean, they're clearly not in the Tipton, but it is very clearly just like Tipton a Tipton set. template. Yeah. And they like <laughs> moved some things around and covered some things up. Um, yeah. But yeah, they put poor, poor Kim Rhodes in that god-awful wig. Um, and then the whole, like, Zach is, like, being more fussy than Cody as, like, babies. And Zach and yeah, Cody Yeah, Zach, are... like, grabs her hair, and but Cody's crying. Yeah. And then she stops, and it's like, and that's Zach, and that's Cody, I think. Which prompts Zach and Cody to immediately question Kim Rhodes to make sure that she hasn't mixed them up. Right, and then the we get their life, and then we get Kim, present day Kim, walking out. Thankfully, the wig is gone. <laughs> the wig is gone. <laughs> the wig is gone. The spiky hair is back. <laughs> I was like, "There's my Kim." It's like, "Ooh, I almost turned off this episode." <laughs> Hashtag not my Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I love when um when they're like quizzing her and they're like, "Mommy, if that's your real name." I used to say that line all the time to my own mother. Oh my and God. she's like, shut up. <laughs> like, mommy. Even if that is, she's like, and the way Kim Rhodes gives the best, like, exasperated, like, she walks, like, she does, like, a best, like, a good exasperated walk and, like, a yeah, very, like, a mother, like, putting her hands on her hip type deal. Mm-hmm. But With the laundry basket. Right. But also saying something sassy and being like, I don't have time for this right now. Right. 
Um, but yeah, she sleeps on a pullout couch, like literally on as as her lifestyle. <laughs> I'd be a little spunky too if I slept right. on a pullout the couch every day. Springs on my back. Ouch. <laughs> oh. Poking on my back while oh my, my, two, my while my two little. Ooh. Twins are in like two twin beds at least. I feel like sometimes pull out couch mattresses go like this. Oh yeah, and you can you know like there's that like straight line and you can feel the bars. You can feel the bars on your back. Carrie, oh it's awful, so bad. You know some of them are okay, like but a bad one. You know when they left on that cruise ship, she got rid of those two little beds in that room and got one queen size bed. She and Carrie deserved a Tempur-Pedic with massage controls after all those years. <laughs> um, so that kind of sets the stage for our B-plot is Zach and Cody, because Carrie's not sure, and Zach and Cody aren't sure if they were, they were put in the wrong bassinets. Yeah, so the rest of the episode, pretty much, they're, like, wearing each other's clothes and trying to be like each other in case they're... Right, it's like, it's not like they're brain switch. They're still themselves. Their name, (laughs) your name would just be Zag, and your name would just be Cody, which is funny because we're kind of more talking about the B-plot, which is okay, we're still on the subject. Um, This is kind of the original idea of Zach and Cody's personalities, um, because... And it was going to be called The Sweet Life of Dylan and Cole. Because Dylan Sprouse, who plays Zach, this person, and this is what I remember on like an interview one time. Dylan Sprouse, who plays Zach, has more of a Cody personality. And Cole, who plays Cody, has more of a Zach personality, like in real life. Yeah. And so it's kind of funny that this is kind of maybe what the show might have been with um, the switcheroo. So, anyway. But then we cut to our main plot. Uh, yes, Miss London. London waking up in her room surrounded by framed photos of herself. Which is like iconic behavior, maybe? <laughs> Me thinks. Me thinks. Um, every year she has her school photo just like framed. Oh, I would never. I hated mine every year. Yeah, and Muriel's in her room full like folding towels and Esteban arrives with her breakfast which she yells at him for leaving one big marshmallow instead of six tiny ones in her hot chocolate, which, fair. That is fair. The whole point is that they're mini. Yeah. Why put one big one? Gross. Ooh, around Christmas time, Trader Joe's has these peppermint marshmallows that are delectable in hot chocolate. Let me eat them up. Let me eat them up. But London, and then Zach and Cody come in, and they're like, we need $5 because we just walked your dog. And London is reading the newspaper, to try and read about something like some charity drive that she just did so that she'd be mentioned in it. And she <laughs> opens the newspaper and the front page article is Tipton goes broke. And everyone in the room goes, <gasps> which is so funny. <laughs> I love a good group. And they guess. try to tell, they try to tell London something's going on and she's like, stop it. I'm reading about London. <laughs> and the best is like, Oh, and like Zach and Cody give her her five dollars back. They're like, uh, you're probably yeah. gonna want want this. Everybody is like trying to be very gentle, and then Muriel just goes like, "You have no money. You broke. <laughs> uh, I need. Where's Muriel to break like news to me? <laughs> um, and then that's when Brenda Song gives her best scream queen scream. When will Brenda Song be a scream queen? I don't know. 
London. She the gives a good movie. one. Um, and so she apparently screams throughout her room, down the hall, rides in the elevator, and everyone's reading about how uh, Tipton, Mr. Tipton, has gone broke. Um, That's big news. And we find Mosby and Maddie there. I noted that Mr. Mosby looks so young in this episode. Like, for notice. some reason, Phil Lewis looked like a child. I mean, he's barely in it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he got a youthful glow taking a rest from <laughs> having to do what he usually Child did. Laws. They're like, get this kid out of here. <laughs> um, so he's explaining um, that Mr. Tipton um, invested in this mind. Um, it's been like all his money there, right? And Yeah, it's a, he said it was supposed to be a diamond mine. And they didn't find any diamonds in it. So he is in dipped. <laughs> And Mosby, like, is trying to explain to London that her dad has to lay low for a while, and she says he has to go to incognito, or he has to go incognito. Yeah. And she says, where's Cognito? And I heard somebody in the audience go, <laughs> Like, scream laughed at that joke. And then Mosby goes... Which, it is a good delivery. Miss, miss. Mr. Mosby goes, in hiding. And she goes, where's in hiding? <laughs> Nobody can act like the oxygen is leaving their brain faster than Brenda's Right, She has that gift. (laughs) Um, But then, yeah, Mr. Tipton is hiding and he can't. So, like, basically the Tipton's possessions are being, like, repossessed. Like, everyone's, like, London and Mr. Tipton. And, like, as they speak. And they have asked that London move out of her suite in the Tipton Hotel. Right. Until they can get it sorted out so that they can, like, actually rent out the room to somebody because who can pay Mr. For it. Tipton can't even afford to like send London like to him. I know, but like I think the assets thing is so funny the way they handle it because like you'd think they'd be coming for like his mansions and his planes, but instead they're wheeling racks of clothes out of this girl's right. closet. And they're all like gaudy <laughs> and like feather boas. <laughs> yeah. All very like get- limited to justice pieces. We get an amazing moment because what would a Sweet Life episode be without Kim Rhodes bringing us to our knees at the line delivery? No, no, don't you dare. Don't you dare. What? We Before we get to the Sweet Sweet Kim delivery, we have to set up that London can't live anywhere. And we have to talk about a meme, talking about London Tipton memes, is um, where she <laughs> stomps her feet and goes, I want to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> same right she's like what is like i don't want she's like i don't want to be something i want to be rich which is so true yeah because oh i don't want to be a trooper oh yeah most of is like delivering the message and he's like he your dad knows you'll be a trooper she's like i don't want to be a trooper i want to be rich yeah and so london's calling all her well, she's yeah she calls somebody and the first person she calls tells her that an asteroid fell on their house and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> And you see Mosby literally, like, shaking his head. Um, and so Lennon has nowhere to go. And so that's when Mosby asks Maddie to take her in. And, of course... Wait, though, the Kim, the Kim line delivery does come before that. Oh, it does? Oh, okay, yeah. then go for it. Because um, Carrie initially offers that London can stay on... Um, she was like, well, you can stay with us. Like, I sleep on the pullout bed, but we can figure something out. And Lennon's like, oh, thank you. Any better offers? <laughs> yeah. And that um, that conversation happens because, well, Carrie, Zach, and Cody are first coming out of the elevator. And Carrie sees London and she's hugging her. And she's yeah, like, this is the moment sweetie. where, like, people are taking London's stuff out of the lobby. And she's talking yeah. to Maddie. And Maddie's, like, wearing 
London's beret. Maddie's wearing one of her hats, and like her clothes are just like passing out on these racks into the and, and, way. And at first, London is like, "Why is that guy taking my clothes? He's not a size two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, but, we get Carrie. Um, Kim is like, uh, Carrie is comforting her. She's like, London, sweetie, I'm so sorry. And then she immediately goes, that top is cute. And she runs after <laughs> one of the glasses of clouds. Kim Rhodes, you comedian. Her priorities are in order. But then <laughs> she comes she's back. Like, she's like, you know what? If I can get a comfy, um, a comfy bed, I'm going to get a freaking nice shirt. Right. It's like a furry coat and she walks up holding it. And then she ends up, she's like. Oh, I bought it so I could give it back to you. And like she kind of holds onto it, so London has to tug it out yeah. of her hands. Oh, Kim Rose. Oh, Kim. <laughs> you, Kimmy Kim. Um, this the B plot is bizarre to me though because I feel like even like watching Sweet Life in the Olden Days, I feel like I could always tell Dylan and Cole apart. Well, yeah, but the and, I mean I know it's not about that, but the thing is like they got mixed up when they were like babies, babies, and right. all babies look the same. But even in the other clothes, I was still like, that's Zach and that's No, it wasn't a more of like, we're doing a switcheroo. Yeah. It was more of like, oh, well, if I've been Cody this entire time, I need to dress like this and vice versa. Listen, I was just always proud of myself when I was a kid that I could tell them apart. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could always <laughs> tell them apart. Now, if you're wanting to ask me like some more famous twins, like watching old episodes of Full House and telling me like, oh, that part, that Michelle is Mary Kate and that Michelle is Ashley, I would be like. Well, if you show me Big Daddy, I'm not going to be able to be like, oh, that's Dylan and that's Cole. You know? But, like, when they're both on screen. (laughs) Yeah, when they're both on screen. Yeah, for sure. Um, But, yeah, so now Zach and Cody, because they're waiting for the DNA, not the DNA, like, the fingerprints. uh, The footprints. The footprints of, which, like, hospitals, like, have really great inventory if they still keep all that stuff for all those years. Right. So now, like, Zach is taking on Cody's traits, and Cody is taking on Zach's traits, and vice versa. And Yeah, because then... um, Cody tries to flirt with Maddie. with Maddie as Zach, and everybody's, like, confused, being like, wait, doesn't Zach usually flirt with me first? Right. Uncomfortably flirt. Um, but then this is when we also get the scene where Mosby convinces Maddie to let London live with her. Yes. And Maddie's like, not about it. She's like, oh, my sister didn't move out. And that's when I remember this was clear as day when I watched it. That she's like, he goes, oh, oh, like, because her sister got married. And Mosby goes, oh, really? Because I remember you um, dancing in the lobby going, my sister got a groom. I got my own room. Mosby is wrong for busting that out. But he's so right for it. But if he if he if Mr. Mosby's gonna take an opportunity to song and dance, he's a he Renaissance man. We all know he's a Renaissance man. He's that song and dance fan. We know it. Um, but yeah, so Maddie's like fine. I'll take London in, and this is kind of we also get not only a little bit we know a little bit more about London's backstory, we get to know a lot about Maddie's backstory. Yeah, because we rarely see, see her like outside of the candy counter yeah but we see her room and like where where she lives and we hear the voices of her family which so the whole thing is like maddie's poor they always like say maddie's poor especially compared to london yeah well everybody's yeah but they even like a running joke in sweet life is sometimes like maddie's poor and has like a lot of family and they all live in a tiny apartment yeah um that room that london and maddie are in that is maddie's room is very spacious. 
Well, yeah, but imagine, like, two people in it all the time. I guess. It's not bad. Like, it's still cute, and, like, it's all, it's very much, like, still Disney Channel cool girl room. Right. With, like, the pinks and the greens and the yellows that you expect from that and the butterfly decorations. The only problem, I guess, is that they live right next to Fenway, Fenway Park. Fenway Park, like, close so enough. So there's always, you could always hear the games, and there's baseballs getting hit into Maddie's room. Close, yeah, close enough to, like, they're that Which, close. Which, like, yeah, how close? They must be living in the box. <laughs> like, on the field. Like, literally, they're that close. There's no way. Like, parking. No nothing. freaking way. Um, but Maddie's room has, like, the beds that go... I don't even know how to describe these. What are they called? Like, pull-down beds. What are they called? Yeah, they fold up into the wall. Because this episode, we get a lot of good physical, um... Physical. The B-Real love. (laughs) That's what I figured. We get a lot of physical, um... (laughs) We get a lot of physical gags with the pull-down bed. We do, and they're funny. And this is also, I know a while back, people are like, where was my Maddie and London spinoff, them moving in together? And this episode really shows the chemistry that... This is what gives us a taste taste that we're all chasing. Of what we could have had is like... Because with the beds, like, obviously London isn't used to it, so London, like, kind of flops down hard on the bed, and it folds back into the wall, and Maddie pulls it down to pull her out and gets flattened on the floor beneath the bed. Yeah. And then, like, very like, it's just Mary Tyler Moore classic, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is because they're, they're a classic um, yin and yang type duo. Yes. Oh my God. When they get there and London goes to the bathroom and it's like, there's a shriveled up animal in your bath. <laughs> and Maddie's like, oh, that's my grandma. <laughs> I know the voice of her mother. I was like, how old is her mother? Like, 85? Right? Like, Maddie. Um, you, yeah, you at one point just hear somebody yell like, where's the remote? And somebody else is like, in the toilet with your career. Yeah, and that's supposed to be Maddie's parents who feel like they subscribe to AARP magazine. Well, um, maybe Maddie lives in an old folks home. Maybe. Um, but, so, Maddie and London, like, have a slumber party. Or they sleep in their apartment. And uh, yeah. London wakes up to her teddy bear. like, I had the weirdest dream that my dad lost all his money and I became poor and I had to live with. And she looks at Maddie. She's like, morning. And London and once Maddie again, is wide awake, just like <laughs> smiling and like, smiling. Very like a horror movie. That was my worst fear in a sleepover. <laughs> like, if I woke up first and my friends started to stir, I'd immediately, like, pretend to be asleep, and then I'd just be like, because oh! <laughs> I didn't want to be freaky like that. Say, Maddie's, like, waiting for her to wake up. And so, of course, London screams, and Maddie's like, well, good morning to you, too. And then uh, they're like, okay, it's time to start the day. Oh, my God. This is such a funny freaking joke. Um, and Maddie goes, okay. And it's a little racy for Disney. Again, yeah. And Maddie goes, okay, it's time to get up. It's time to strip and make the bed. And Maddie and Lenny goes, okay, that's what poor people do. And she slowly starts to unbutton her top. And Maddie delivers what line, Becca? Oh, whoa there, big girl. 
<laughs> which I always thought was so funny as a kid. Whoa, there, big girl. But of course, London has on like a cami. Don't right. get it twisted. She really has like a turtleneck on under her pajamas. But did you hear as somebody must have been taken aback by that joke because as soon as Brenda says that and reaches for her button, like three people in the crowd were like, <laughs> like you could hear some screams. The stands. The, Brenda, the song stands. And then we also get an immaculate bit. And if you have seen the theme song, you'll recognize it. Mm-hmm. A physical comedy from this song as she tries to make the bed with the fitted sheet, which same. That's I hate fitted so sheets. It's so hard to do sometimes. It's so hard. They always... Ooh, like I feel like every time I would roll over in my college dorm bed, they would pop up and like slap me. I know. <laughs> like, get up. I had to get those little things that like look like suspenders to like clip oh, yeah? the sheets under the bed so that wouldn't happen because it happened so much. That used to happen to mine all the time. Like I would wake up and like the fitted sheet would be wrapped around my foot. <sighs> it was a lot. Um, but yeah, London's like flopped on the bed trying to push it onto the corners with her whole body. Yeah, but then London's like, okay, well, I guess I have to get a job. And Maddie goes, well, you can actually, I'm supposed to be um, sitting Zach and Cody night, so you can go in my place. And kind of... It's weird that their friends babysit for them. Like, what do you mean? Is it, like, I was never tight with my babysitters like that, I I mean... They're not, like, buddies. They're not they like, kind of are. They're not, like, hanging out, like, getting dinner together. Zach and, like, Maddie and Cody. Like, they, like, do buddy things. They're friends. But, like, and, like, the older... The, the, the more the show goes on, the storyline of Maddie babysitting them doesn't happen anymore. I know. And then they're just friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. So London takes that gig from Carrie... And the dress they have Carrie in. I knew you were going to comment about that dress. It's awful. Oh, awful. <laughs> it's awful. It looks like um, like a dance recital costume. <laughs> yeah. It's like a pink and black, like, clearly lycra Very, spandex yeah. material, like, spaghetti strap top dress with, like, a mid-length kind of pleated skirt. Yeah, she's very, she was ready to do the cha-cha. Um, on Dancing with the Stars. She better be singing go-go, sisters up there. She's in that. Um, but yeah, so Zach is doing his homework and Cody is slacking off because, of course, they think they're supposed to act like each other. And then London comes through the door. And this is where I was, like, so weird because Carrie gives her, like, the rundown of, like, okay, here's all the emergency contacts. Here's this. Here's that. I'm like... Do you know London? Well, do you know London? But <laughs> you guys live in a hotel. You literally right. have all the resources you need. Like, literally downstairs. Well, I mean, if you have to call an ambulance, you still have to call an ambulance. Yeah, I but guess, I guess but... I'm like, I don't know. There's but all... I love how also Carrie was like, and in case of an emer- like a real emergency, I'm singing downstairs. I'm but bad. she's like, do not bother me. <laughs> right. I'm trying to sing my little tail off. People came to see me. So they tell London to... Um, Cody or Zach as Cody requests grilled cheese. Which, well, one Brenda song or weird London was like, okay, um, do you guys want us to read? You want me to read you a story? She's and like, they're like, no, we're not babies. But she goes over to the fridge and she says, your fridge is broken because she's like pulling at it from the other way. Yeah. And then 
she opens it or they tell her how to open it and so she opens it and says don't worry i fixed it which because even in her lowest moments london is still a narcissist at heart of course which is okay and it was so because they want grilled cheese and i remember i think grilled cheese was like the first meal i like made by myself that's so embarrassing because i couldn't make grilled cheeses by myself until 2020 that and um like i remember the first time i ever used an oven by myself i felt so grown up the first time I ever tried to make a grilled cheese by myself, I burned a hole straight through it because I didn't know you were supposed to flip it and I didn't know you were supposed to butter the bread and I didn't know you were supposed to butter the pan. Okay. You were in your London era. <laughs> um, well, at least I wasn't throwing wrapped in plastic craft singles into a pan with no bread and letting them sear, which is what London does. And she, Well, when she, grabs, when she grabs the cheese, she goes, aw, they already cut them up for you. <laughs> she's like this is easy um, but and then all she does is throw it well I guess to be fair Zach didn't say grilled cheese sandwich he just said grilled cheese oh. and I'm sure with London you have to be very direct she's like Amelia Bedelia remember those books London Badundin London Badundin London to top I, yes I loved those books uh, so yeah to be very specific with London and so of course they're like burning it's burning and then they and so they fix that and they kind of give London some tips to be normal and how that works. They're like, we can show you how to make cereal. They're like, just put some milk and cereal. She goes, which one do I put in first? And I do remember this line because Zach goes, Zach's like, it doesn't matter as long as you remember the bowl. He says it just like that. Are you cereal first or milk first? Cereal. Yeah. Because, like, you need the cereal to rise. Yeah, I also don't like to put... I just put a little bit of milk, usually, because I don't like my stuff getting too soaky. Do you ever put water in it? No. I know I'm not some, a freak. I know some people who, like... They'll, like, don't have any milk. They're like, I'll put water in it. Ugh, I can't imagine doing that. It's been done. Because I remember before I knew that, like plant-based milks were a thing i was like what do people that are allergic to dairy eats how to eat cereal <laughs> you just thought the whole your whole life they just suffered i thought they either used water or orange juice <laughs> i know people who i've had cereal with orange juice before was it bad it was tart yeah it's probably like a zingy <laughs> it probably right. hurts your mouth like i wouldn't put like cocoa puffs with orange juice like maybe Cheerios with orange juice. I don't know. That sounds so bad. It's not good. <laughs> well, we return to London and Maddie chilling in the bedroom with some hot chocolate that was brought to them. And London is like expressing that she likes Oh, Maddie's this is family. like when like it gets deep, y'all. Yeah, this is like the heartfelt moment of that. Which is always like, especially for me as a kid, and especially not watching it, it's so weird seeing like a goofy character like London, and like all of a sudden she's very grounded in the way she says things. Yeah, and like it took like, her two days to get to this grounded place. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, this is so weird seeing her talk yeah, like this. But they're sitting at Maddie's window watching the baseball game, and London expresses that she's never had a sleepover before because she mostly spent her weekends flying back and forth between her mom and her dad yeah which where's her mom which um we need to investigate the tipton's jet fuel usage while we're <laughs> accusing all these celebrities of flying around do we sounds ever... like miss tipton was in the skies quite a bit oh my gosh and then when 
she was like, yeah. And when I was alone, I was left with a nanny. And most of the times our nannies didn't speak English. So it was just really, oh yeah. So what happened was, what do you guys, London and Maddie started talking about like having dinner and London has never had dinner like with the family around the table. And Maddie's like, oh really? How, where, what did your um, family eat? Like, oh, we went out. And if we didn't, I was just left with the nanny. And most of the time, our nannies didn't speak English, so it was pretty quiet. And Maddie's like, that sounds really sad. And then London goes, no, it's okay. I learned how to say, um, let me do something or I'm going to call immigration in like 20 se- 22 <laughs> languages. I was like, oh my God. London! Yeah. Still herself at heart. Right. Um, and then, yeah, we reveal that London's never had a sleepover and then like they kind of Maddie and London relate and Maddie's like you know what I always thought I was kind of jealous of you but basically Maddie's like I used to be jealous of you but now that I'm talking to you you're a very sad person yeah (laughs) Maddie also rips her a new one when she's like you can take the babysitting job because you need the money more than me I'm like thanks Maddie one thing about Maddie Fitzpatrick is that if she is happy that you are down she is not gonna hold back about it literally her character is like that um but But everybody tramps on Maddie all of the time like I would be that way too (laughs) but they um (laughs) London's like yeah I've never been to a slumber party but I know how to act like I'm at a slumber party because I've watched a lot of movies um and so they're watching the Fenway game and Sal is the guy who throws the peanuts and Maddie shouts out for Sal, throws some peanuts, and in true London fashion, she goes, and caviar, which is why isn't every show caviar is supposed to represent that you're rich? You can get caviar. That's all they know. You can get caviar anywhere, right? Um, calamari. Is it that much of a delicacy? I think it's a little bit of one, but it's probably one that kids hear enough that they're most familiar with. Like, London couldn't be like, oh, can you also throw up some foie gras with bouchon sauce? Like, the kids would be like, what on earth? Can you please throw up the finest tailbone cut of Wagyu beef? These are words. Well, the smut-a-bun sauce or whatever I said is not, but the other words are real. Uh, that would be so funny. Like, very, like, very specific ways of doing it. That'd be so funny. Yeah. Um, but then they so, like, so like Maddie let like do that little laugh where they look at each other like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. We're all crazy and poor. <laughs> and then we see London and Maddie. Well, they oh, yeah, talk it's about the, it later, it's but the next day. Yeah. London and Maddie are hanging out in the lobby together. And then Carrie, Zach and Cody come in with the results from the footprint test. Which they have to do in the lobby for some reason right, instead not, of up in the room. Not in their own privacy of their own room. Right. Like Carrie's just like, all right, let's reveal this genetic information on the table in the right. lobby she where Esteban as- can hear what's going on <laughs> and comment on it. She might as well have done it during one of her shows. Right. She's like, no matter what happens, like you're still Zach and you're still Cody. And then Esteban's like, am I still Esteban? <laughs> And they're like, yes. And he says, oh, darn it. That means I have to go carry a bunch of luggage. Same. Like, Esteban, you nosy nanny. You nosy nanny. Go take that luggage. None of your business. And then, of but course. Carrie, Carrie matches Ca- up well, the footprints. Carrie does, little, oh. Carrie does a little um, fake out for the audience. Where, like, she looks at it and then looks up and goes, you are yeah, so her sad. Face and is you like... are still Cody. 
That's her face for a second is kind of like. <gasps> Wait, could we imagine? It was only the 13th episode of the first season. So what if that was the moment they wanted to retool the show? <laughs> they twist it. They're like, so it turns out you are Zach, Cody. And Zach, you are Cody. And Zach is like, oh my God, I have to start doing well in school. <laughs> but of course, it's not what they chose to do. They didn't want to be. Yeah. They didn't want to take a chance. <laughs> because of course, Zach is like, now I can go back to just getting by in school. I mean, do Which my best. Carrie gives him the glare for. And he's like, I mean, trying my best. The Carrie glare. <laughs> the Carrie glare. Um, and then we see London and Maddie, and they're eating peanut butter sandwiches. Like, once London... again, in the middle of the lobby. And once again, Matt. Oh, wait, Maddie was in her regular clothes, so she wasn't on the clock. Yeah. I was like, aren't you off the clock? They're just, they're just chilling. Wait, and why? Well, why was Maddie there? And why was London there? She doesn't live there anymore. I guess so that the rest of this story could happen. <laughs> <coughs> maybe Maddie, like, just got off work. Yeah, maybe. Maybe well, she, I don't know. Maybe London came with her. Like, who knows? We're grasping at straws. But <laughs> Mosby comes in and is like, London, I have some good news. And London's like, oh, me first. I like peanut butter. They were chomping at those peanut butter sandwiches. They were. There was mere crusts left. And Mosby's like, well, I have better news because Tipton is back in the money. They found oil in his diamond mine, which London says that sounds messy. Right. Same. <laughs> so London is rich again, and she doesn't immediately blow Maddie off, which shows some development. What from do you Ms. mean? Tipton. She literally throws the peanut butter sandwich across the room. Jumps up and down, kisses Mosby, and goes, "Goodbye, peanut butter. Hello, lobster dipped in butter," and runs off. Okay, well she does, but she doesn't blow off Maddie. I know, but she blows off Maddie's lifestyle. Yes, yes, but you think it's not the re- you don't get to see the reveal of her turning back yet. No, no, you don't. And so you, but, Maddie's um, like same old London, which. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would do that way too. And but London comes back around, and is like, um, we I forgot we made lunch plans. Yeah, and Maddie's like, well, but you don't want to do that now that you're rich. And London's like, no, I'm gonna because I am rich again. I'm gonna take you out to a nice place because you took me in when nobody else would take me. Yeah, for richer or poor, for sickness and in health. And Maddie's like, London. We're not married. Literally, they're setting the stage for an awesome spinoff they could have done where they take on the world. Where London and Maddie get married. No, but like, it's just like (laughs) a great um, yin and yang. I know, because yeah, they really showed in this episode that they, I mean, that's, that's why they kept coming back to that dynamic. It really had something to it. And London is like walking Maddie out and she's like, and since I am your friend, can I say something? That sweater looks like a moldy lemon. It did. But we'll just get a booth in the back. Right. Which is like, why not London go, like, let's go on a shopping spree. Like, come on. But right. also, how long does it take? So, wait. Pause. This whole episode, London didn't have any money. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. her credit card's going to work again. Right. The day it's announced that oil was struck. There, There's a bonus scene where they're at the restaurant and her card gets declined. And the bank is like... Uh, it takes three to five days for transfers. Like, literally, there's no way everything would have all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm... Yeah, unless there was, like, a man outside ready to hand her a brick of cash on site. 
because she didn't have it. If she didn't have any money up until this point, she could at least stay in the hotel for a couple of days. I know. Well, but that kind of establishes that London and Maddie are gonna be friends. Yeah. And take on the world together. One fancy restaurant at a time. <laughs> so, what'd you think of this episode and London Tipton in the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? And without when talking about Linda Tipton and Sweet Life as I can, Cody, I don't think you cannot talk about the dynamic she has with Maddie. Yeah. This was a great episode for, like, looking a little deeper into both of those characters and setting up that dynamic of them as friends, like, deepening that relationship, um, while also having some good jokes, some fun times. I mean, this is, like, this really is a defining moment for London and Maddie, which is a defining moment for, of course, Brenda Song. Just... Bringing her impact once again to yeah. the Disney Channel. Brenda Song gave us the iconic London Maddie dynamic, but she also gave us the iconic London Tipton. London Tipton. And yeah, it kind of shows that Dis- like before we got to this point in S- September of Song, she started off as a one-liner, uh, then a recurring, and now she's a full-fledged um, character on a show. And it this episode kind of proves the chops because she's not only doing the comedy she's all grounded in a lot of these scenes and it works yeah. with Brenda's song and she kind of can play off any character because she really had a scene. London had a scene with every character who's on the show. All the mains, yeah. All the mains. Um, which We've is weird. Like, a lot also weird about... that Mosby never offered for her to go live with him for a bit. She didn't, he didn't want her. Where does he live? He doesn't live in the hotel. He might. <laughs> Secretly. Um, but we've just, like, also talked a lot over our various coverages of The Sweet Life about, like, how sometimes episode uh, in, like, some episodes, London is, like, pleasantly stupid, and in other episodes, it's literally, like, how are you breathing air? Like, it's just too much. Yeah. Which is what Disney Channel tends to do. They did it to Chelsea. Um, but this is not one of those episodes. This is a solid episode for London to stand on. Yeah. The, they, they got that balance of being ditzy, being airy, but believably so when she has those grounded moments it doesn't come out of like randomness yeah like wait you just didn't even know what the letter g was <laughs> yeah which is a lot so, of times. and another statement to of course the iconic brenda song that she is like one of not only one of the leads on the disney channel but one of the like leads that's not the title character but right. is also just as important to the show yeah when you think of the sweet life you think of london dipton it's true um, so I've kind of said my piece about the iconography of Brenda Song's like contrib- contributions to the Disney Channel with this episode specifically, but also with Sweet Life and London Tipton as a whole. Do you have anything you want to add? Um, no, I think that she wasn't the main character, but you can already tell that they knew London Tipton was a special character and that Brenda Song brought so much to that character that she wasn't just the goofy yeah sidekick to zach and cody they she had an a plot they knew she had that many. They, they knew that they could expand it and they put so much trust in that character and that care and that dynamic dynamic with maddie and london that they're like you know what zach and cody you're going to take a back seat with this episode because yeah. i want to and if, if i'm wrong that's great but i don't think there's another show where the main character is exclusively in the b plot only I can't think of any. It's because London is a main character. Yeah. Like, ultimately. 
Yeah. They treat her like in the Sweet Life, London is treated like a main character. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the impact of London on the, like I said, probably in the top 10 most iconic Disney Channel characters of all time. Yay me. Am I right? That's all you guys Yay say? Yay me. She, she has a catchphrase. So as we were talking about earlier, D23 was this weekend. Um, but there was one thing that we didn't mention because it's not necessarily pertinent to the podcast, but it is pertinent to us. And our new segment, Six Degrees of JLC. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Would you like chill for a sec? So some of you may have already known before this. I knew before this, but it was officially announced at D23 that Jamie Lee Curtis is about to play Madame Leota in the upcoming Haunted Mansion reboot. She rode out on a dune buggy. It was amazing. <laughs> um, so here's another little, another little six degrees of separation tying JLC back to Brenda's song. So JLC, as I just said, is about to be in the remake of the Haunted Mansion. The other cast member that has been confirmed for the Haunted Mansion remake is Jared Leto as the Hatbox Ghost. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto was in Fight Club, which was directed by David Fincher. Where are you going with this? <laughs> David Fincher also directed a movie called The Social Network. And Brenda Song <gasps> is in The Social Network. Wow. Wow. And never fails. See, I knew, like... When I thought Brenda Song, I thought about I thought about the social network, and then I was like, and I also thought about Jared Leto with JLC, and I was like, there's got to be a way for me to get Jared Leto to Brenda Song from this JLC. There's connection. so many ways to connect Jamie Lee Curtis, one to anyone, but a lot of, um, but even specifically just to Brenda, Brenda Song, Song, I've already had like four or five ways that right. I have. Stay tuned to hear more. Right. <laughs> And stay tuned to hear what our Disney Channel lesson is right now. So, Becca, what's your Disney Channel lesson? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that you're never too rich to enjoy peanut butter. Oh, The little peanut man with the monocle and top hat. And Leave him out of this! This isn't about him! This is about peanut butter! Remember when they killed him off and, the, like, a new baby peanut appeared? Baby nut. I... I hate that. That's what it was. Yeah, it was awful. Um, my Disney Channel lesson is, if you're going to do a flashback, please, please, please invest in wigs. So your character... <laughs> That's just a time. note for the Disney Channel in general. Please invest in wigs. And you can't only invest in a Hannah Montana wig. Right. Invest in all wigs. And Tiffany Thornton on that So Random episode is still crying <laughs> out so for bad. assistance. Oh, that was so bad. Just invest in the wigs. Like, you are the Disney Channel. You can do better than a shake and go. Right. Literally. <laughs> Literally. You uh, can at least glue them on their heads. <laughs> and I just this is a pain it. point for me. This is such a pain and point. And I know where the more Disney Channel shows we watch, the more it's going to come across. I know. That it's bad. It's so bad. Um, all right. If people want to see um, how you strip the bed, <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, TikTok at Becca's Records, YouTube at Becca Stogner, and YGSSG podcast for my second podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. And if you want to find me on all the social medias, you can find me at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram or H Cameron Martin on Twitter. Or if you want to keep up all to date on all the podcast information here at the Time Machine, you can follow us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just follow us on the Time Machine. Um, I'm going to redo that. That was so weird. 
And if you want to keep to date on everything about this podcast, you can follow us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast, and you sure will find us. Um, leave us a review and rate us um, on Apple Podcasts. If you leave us a review, we definitely will shout you out because we want to show you the love right back. I'm on Spotify. Give us a five-star rating if you ever so could. That'd be lovely. Um, and DM us and comment on our things. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Tell us what you want to want us to discuss because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. All right, y'all. And we're still having fun next week. We are staying in that sweet spot with September of Song talking about the next uh, leg of the journey. Right. We're going to set sail. We should sure set are. sail. Because the boat's um, rocking. <laughs> and, and there ain't no stopping us now because we're living the September of Song life now. <laughs> um, but until we go ashore next week, we will... <laughs> We'll see you later, time travelers. Oh, always buckle your seatbelts. <laughs>